0: Welcome to the You on the Camino de Santiago podcast, season two, helping pilgrims get ready for their first pilgrimage walk on the Camino. With your host, Camino guide, and longtime pilgrim, Nancy Reynolds of the Camino Experience. George and John.
1: Hello.
2: Hi, this is George Collins.
0: Hi, George. George, would you you start us off by telling us your story? Tell us a little bit about yourself and why you are walking the Camino.
2: First, I have have a stroke, um, maybe five years with aphasia. So I can't talk very good, but I try. I have a friend, Aaron, he went to the Camino in one year, he was hiking and then he died on the Camino. I mean, I was so sad. And then um, I went for, Aaron, he uh, went for the funeral and I said, I said to Shelly, my wife, I said, I'm going, do Camino for, for, like, memory for Aaron, one year. Um, and then um, I can't talk, and plus aphasia, it's hard to get, like, reading, I can't read very good, I can't math, or or speech is not great, and a lot of comprehension, um, but the, that's aphasia. So um I like exercise a lot. So I like that. So I will to go to Camino for Camino for Aaron, but I need help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the the hiking is pretty good, but the problem is like TSA and um and the airplanes and um It's a a lot of busy and noise, a lot. Again, I'm way off. I'm way off. I can't call
0: So when you're talking about TSA, that's the airport security. Right. So that whole process and the busyness of getting to the Camino. Yeah. Sounds like it would be a little overwhelming. So this seems like a good time to meet John. John, you want to say hello and tell us your role in this?
1: Sure. Hello, everybody. My name's John Farrow. I am a dear. Well, George is a dear friend of mine, and we, you know, our relationship started out relationship started out in 2003 when our houses were being built um, in the same cul-de-sac. You know, we were neighbors for nine years. Our kids grew up together, and um, you know, we've done a lot of things together. And um, I think the world of him. He's Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can feel the love and the respect that you two have for each other. And, and that is, I think that's who you want to walk the Camino
1: with. Uh, There's no doubt. I mean, when he first brought this up, I mean, I thought he was crazy. Um, I, I still think he's half crazy, but I, you know, learned more about Aaron and Aaron's story and more about George's passion for wanting to do this. And there's no way I can say no, you know?
0: Yeah, I get I get that, yeah. So George, what would you say about John?
2: My partner's forever. I mean, he's so great for a friend. I mean, he has a job, so no job for whoever. 18 days, right? The Camino is hard. It's not hard. I mean, it's hard, right? It's hard. So that's pretty good for a friend. He hasn't been Aaron hiking for eight days. (laughs) It's hard in Spain. (laughs) I mean, it's crazy. So for me, it's easy because Aaron is a friend. But John, I mean, that's huge. For a friend like that, I mean... I'm telling you, that's I mean that's a good friend. I'm telling you. It's good.
0: It's a really, a really good friend. It is. And I I get the sense that this isn't really a sacrifice for you, John, that this is something that is really touching you and calling you forth as something that is exactly right for you to do. Am I reading that correctly?
1: Yeah, I think you are. You know, I think initially it was easy to say yes, because George wants to go. He's really wants to go do this. It's very important to him. It's easy to say yes to that and say, I'm going because of George. And, you know, as we've gotten closer to this, you know, I'm looking forward to that opportunity to be out there on the trail, obviously to be doing it with George. But, you know, a lot has happened in my life. And you know, it'll be a great opportunity just to deconnect from the world and my job, and it'll be a healthy thing. And, mm. and I'm looking looking forward to that for sure.
0: Yeah, it's great to find in in the midst of this really clear reason for going to walk the camino and you being the person who has committed to support George, for you also to find something that makes this compelling for you.
1: For sure. For mm-hmm. sure.
0: George, would you share with us, please, what you have planned?
2: Um all right. We start uh, for my my house in John's house is Charlotte, right? So we'll go for for flying to Madrid, mm-hmm. and then another plane, like a what you Jum- fire uh, jumper <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to. Pamplona.
0: Pamplona, yes. Yeah.
2: And then probably a taxi to for taxi for Pamplona to saint pierre de I'm not sure the
0: We can just call it Saint-Jean cuz that's a hard one. Unless you're French, I think that's a hard one to say. So it's Saint-Jean-Pied-de-Port, <laughs> yeah. but we can say Saint John.
2: Saint John's. I think maybe yeah. like one and a half hours or so uh tackis right yes
0: that is correct yeah
2: um i thought about a bus but my my flight to papalona is one o'clock but i think the bus is 12
0: that's correct right yeah. you'll miss the bus unless you stay in Pamplona a night
2: right mm. so taxi for Saint John Probably on Friday. I want to see it. I want to see Jane John's. I like that. It. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah. Picture is beautiful. And then um probably go for the uh, you, you remember the um the shop that's called boutique.
0: Yeah, the pilgrim boutique.
2: Yeah, I want it there. Cause I need um uh, I checking mm-hmm. poles, mm-hmm. maybe a knife. Mm-hmm. So I would do that and maybe a shell, right? Yes. Then we go for overnight. And then on Saturday, we started for the Camino.
0: And that is Saturday, June 3rd. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. And why is that date significant for you?
2: Well, Aaron, the same June 3rd, he started hiking. So I do for Aaron. June 3rd, the same thing. One year.
0: How many days will you be walking? And where do you expect to finish?
2: Eight days. Okay. Eight days. And then he died on Torres de Rio.
0: Torres de Del Rio. And so yeah. is that where you're stopping your
2: walk? Yes. And then stop because he died. So we'll stop.
0: Wow. So this to me is extraordinary. You have decided to walk in honor and memory of Aaron, and you are going to replicate the walk that he did. Yes. So yeah. quite literally, yeah. you're going to take every step that he took.
2: Right? Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> wow.
0: That was hard for me to say, because this is bringing up so much emotion. Yeah. because of the significance of your journey and what you are taking on to make this happen with the results of your stroke and your friend John I mean this is extraordinary to me this is so moving to me
2: it's all good.
0: I just think there are going to be a whole lot of people who are going to be so grateful they're on the trail the same time that you are
2: yeah um. Um, grace. I mean, that'd be good. I mean, um, grace all the time. Yeah. Grateful, grateful every day. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So would you share with us, George, how, um, let's see, how do I want to ask this? What are the challenges for you given the aftermath of having a stroke five years ago? What are some of the challenges that you're up against getting ready to walk the Camino?
2: With aphasia, I can't talk very good. (laughs) In in Spanish, it's very hard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you speak Spanish?
2: No, but John John had Spanish a little bit. Okay. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yo hablo español un poquito. Muy
2: bien. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be good. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so like for me, hiking or exercising, I like that. I'm good, but with aphasia, I can't talk. Right, I can't talk very good. The airplanes and a lot of busy, a lot of traffic and conversations fast. Mm-hmm. I messed up. I can't talk. You know what I'm saying? Is yeah, that right? I do.
0: Yeah, you you that that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I would imagine that a calm environment is very supportive for you, yeah. and keeping things simple, which yeah. many people discover on the Camino is actually the better way to go. And so the Camino, by its nature, will give you that simplicity and that peace and that calm.
2: Yeah, I love the Camino.
0: But you well, got to get there.
2: Right. The problem is, yeah, <laughs> the airplane and stuff, that's hard. But yeah. hiking is quiet. Yeah. Booms, We've talked or whatever. And that's great. But yeah. John is really good because all the digistic oh, I can't do it. Anyway. Has a plan I this, I need this, I guess, because he's he's great. <laughs> like I'm like only um like Albergue, he called. Yeah. And he had two people. I have breakfast or lunch or whatever. He does it all of the way because I do it. I can't talk. So,
0: yeah. So, so we're going to use John's superpowers for this. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, it's, it's just so classic when you have a team, one of the things about teams, what make them work is that we have, everybody brings their unique skills and abilities. And so you have put someone on your team who can take care of those things that are challenging for you. Yeah. Yeah. It was smart move.
2: Yeah, I know. That's awesome. Because John, he does all the,
0: all the planning.
2: Yeah, John, he's good planning. I great. Me, I'm not very good. But exercising, that's fine. Yeah.
1: But George, George has done all the research, though. I mean, he is uh, our Camino expert. I mean, he listens to all the podcasts done all the research. You know, obviously, he helped formulate our plan, our itinerary. And then all I did was just make the reservations and, you know, make it happen. But
0: John, I do have to ask, how are you about the hiking? How are you feeling about that?
1: I'm feeling okay about it. I know that it's going to be challenging, especially that first day mm-hmm. And George is preparing me for that. We've done some hikes in some local areas like this past weekend. Morrow mountain near us in Charlotte is a probably one of the best places to kind of try to simulate that. You know, we did a, what was it? 20, uh, 2,700 foot climb of what? 10 miles Saturday just to, you know, get that, you know, elevation experience because that Good. first day is what we need that for. So yeah, we've got another one this weekend in Asheville. We're going Great. to Asheville this weekend. 3,200 feet of elevation change, another 12-mile hike.
0: Wow. Now, how about the downhill stretches? Are you training on on the descent as well?
1: Well, we will this weekend because that 12-mile trail is six miles up and then six miles down. It's a It's a return trip. Okay. So we will get that. And you're right because I've noticed with the little downhill that we have done, that's even harder on your legs. It is. Yeah.
0: And what a lot of people don't realize is yes, you have to go up the Pyrenees, but the harder part is going down. The descent is a 1500 foot elevation loss. And then people think, oh, great, we're over the mountain. We are done. But no, because you're still descending the next day. Mm-hmm. And in fact, there's a four kilometer stretch, about two and a half miles into Thubiri. That is actually what does people in. It's the one where people get injured because they're tired, their legs hurt from the first stage, and then they aren't careful enough going down that hill. And in June, you should not have rain. You should, it should be dry, hopefully, but that four kilometer stretch is a killer and it surprises people. So yeah, so that practice to get your legs and knees and everything nice and strong, it's really important. I'd like to hear from both of you what you're most looking forward to about this trip. uh, George, what are you most looking
2: forward to? Aaron. I mean, Aaron, I tell you every day, every day, Aaron, all the time. So that's why I mean, that's, that's just started. Now I like the Camino for, for me too, but I think Aaron is the best one because I think about all the time. So Anyway,
0: John, how about you? What are you most looking forward to?
1: Well, number one, you know, most looking forward to seeing George's face as we do this experience and, you know, helping him through this experience. And I know how important this is. And so just seeing him, you know, finish this and memorialize Aaron and, you know, have that time to do that. And then secondly, I guess it's going to be, you know, I guess I have three points. Two would be, you know, the time with George on the trail and just, you know, that's going to be awesome time together. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, just, you know, time for me just to kind of decompress and, uh, you know, I probably make my job more stressful than it needs to be, but it's stressful. And so it'll be just a very awesome time to like not worry about that for a while.
0: Yeah, Great. So, yeah. So truly a time to check out of life at home and all those routines and all those responsibilities and do something that's completely for yourselves and for Aaron. Yeah. So it's in, it's in service to something greater and it is also really serving you to step out. Is there anything else of the story that you haven't told yet that you'd like to? Anything else that you want to say about Aaron?
2: I think about Aaron all the time. So I don't know. Would
0: you tell us a little
2: bit about him
0: personally, What who he was, what he was like, what kind of person he was?
2: Aaron is a, a friend for 24 years, no, 21 years. So Aaron and me both are PA. Physician assistant. So orthopedics, orthopedics for maybe 32 years. Now, now my stroke, so I can't work. But orthopedics for for a long, a long time. I love orthopedics. And Aaron, the same thing. For me, I was the, the director for all the PAs, maybe a hundred people. Hmm. Yep, and then Aaron, uh, I got for a job for Aaron for, his um, Otho Carolina. He was, she was so, he was so young he was so young. He's a great guy. So a job for Aaron. Now he's Aaron for sixteen years for Aaron for a, a the, the same auto Carolina for PA, both of them. And um, I see it all the time. Then Aaron left to Naples, Florida, for maybe five years. But we still text or something, right? And then, um, then of course, um, the hiking and the comedo, and then he died. But anyway, so he's a... As I'm telling you, he's, he's a good guy. I love him.
0: Dear friend. And I'm not sure that we've said this yet. How old was Aaron when he passed?
2: Aaron was 46 years old. Yeah. Too, too young, too young,
0: way too young. And do I remember correctly that it was a heart attack? Is that what they said?
2: Yeah. Um, had a heart attack, but he's fit like exercising he's his fit. I'm not sure, but I think his dad had a lot of cholesterol mm-hmm. and probably Aaron maybe the same thing, but I'm not sure why, but he had a heart attack.
0: What was the Camino for Aaron? What, what was it about for him? Did he just get the idea one day and decide to walk or did he dream about it for years what's his what was his story
2: yeah the the movie um the way Mm -hmm. that was he started about he um in 10 years or so i love the movie and i saw oh my gosh i want to go to camino and i tell you for 10 years i'll go camino i want to go to camino for 10 years 10 years I mean, I want to go, and then all of a sudden, his job has a like a like um has a break, or for maybe like four weeks or so, something that he said that's perfect. I've been there. I want to go for Camino. Four weeks, go. He won't alone. He has um his um Eric has a wife too, Amanda, but. Aaron went for myself for for like a break, right? And then eight days he died. So and I'm so sad because Aaron, that's so sad because 46 years and his wife, I mean, his his oh, I hate that.
0: Yeah, it it's one of those unbelievably unexpected. heartbreaking stories. Yeah. And I remember when I heard it, because I was on the Camino when the local news story broke, Mm. that it had happened. And I remember what I read was just the difference that this man had made in people's lives and how he had formed a small community with other pilgrims who were with him when this happened and had eyes on him when it
2: happened. I know. I'll tell you, Aaron in, in Charlotte, um, they said Aaron is the, the mayor for the Charlotte. He is so nice, he is so nice. He helped every. he helped anything, he helped. He's just a great guy all the time. A lot of people, because he know Aaron. I know Aaron. I know Aaron because I see him. Yeah.
0: Well, I think this is a man who needs to be memorialized on the Camino. I think what you're doing is extraordinary. And there's no better way to honor him and honor what he was doing and what he's about. So I want to say thank you. And I think it's extraordinary what you're doing.
1: No. I mean,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Is there anything that I can do to help you in your preparations, in your planning? Any questions or any challenges?
1: No, I don't think so at this point, but um, I'm going to be checking out your podcast as well because George forwarded those on. So
0: good. Oh, good. Yeah.
1: Appreciate all the tips that you do have out there.
0: Glad to help. It's for me, it's just fun. It's just, I, I just love talking about it just love it but i would like to invite you to email me both of you if you come up with questions if there's anything i can do to assist you in getting you started
2: i think um i think the flight is fine Tacti mm-hmm. taxi st johns is fine easy um, we have um albergue every night like vegetation cuz June is with a lot of people. So I hope the vegetation and we good. Good. And then I guess I'm not sure about um we'll go for we 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 um we'll go for Aaron died towards De Rito. Mm-hmm. Then stop. Then I guess how to go for to Madrid, like a maybe uh
0: Yeah, how to get to Madrid from Torres Del Rio. And it's yeah. a good question because Torres del Rio is sort of in the middle of yeah. something.
1: What our current plan is is we're we're walking a little bit further and staying. I can't remember the name of the place, but it's close to Lagronio, but outside of Lagronio, oh,
0: probably yeah. Viana.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So
0: from either Torres del Rio or Viana, you can get a bus to Lagronio, and it's a local bus that comes several times a day. The tricky thing in Viana is to make sure you are you find the bus stop because Viana is this wonderful little town up on a hill. And you have to get down off the hill to find where the bus stop is. So you'll want to confirm with the local people where it is. You could also get a taxi and it, it wouldn't be that expensive because Logroño is not that far away. And you could get to Logroño by taxi and then the bus and the train stations in lagroño are only about a 10 minute walk from each other so if you either one you could get a bus or a, a train to madrid so easy connections and if you have time you could even get a bus to the city of burgos and visit that incredible city go see that beautiful cathedral and then you have even easier bus and train connections from there
2: well, what was it again the
0: town from the- burgos oh. or LaGronio. hmm Oh.
1: Yeah. And our, our currently, we've got a car rented from LaGronio to drive one way to Madrid. Is that a good idea versus the others? Or what do you Did think? The train,
0: goes? the train goes to Madrid. There is a connection. You would have to change trains. Can't remember offhand where, but you would have to change trains. I love driving in Spain, and I do it quite often. And the thing that would put people off is the extra charge for the one-way drop-off, but if that's not an issue, I wouldn't worry about that. But I will give you one very important tip when driving in Spain, pay close attention to the speed limits because they use oh. cameras Okay. to ticket you. And if they catch you on camera, you will get a, about a 50 euro charge from the rental car company and then within a month of getting home you will get a souvenir ticket in the mail from whatever municipality you were speeding in and you'll have Ooh. to pay that online so that's that'll be an extra 100 bucks if you get Ooh. caught on camera speeding yeah
1: let's not do that
2: <laughs> it's a lot of money
0: <laughs> it is a lot of money and yeah. surprise here's your souvenir yeah.
2: right exactly
0: <laughs> yeah yeah cuz you don't know you don't know and especially you especially want to have that in mind because you could come home with several Tickets without knowing it, with every single time that administration fee and the ticket fee. Now, the only good thing is, so I'm in California, a speeding ticket would cost four times what it costs in Spain. So that's the only, the only good thing is that it's only 50 bucks or, you know, about that. But Mm -hmm. still, it's not the kind of souvenir you want. George, anything else? Any other way I can help you? Any other questions?
2: No, I'm I'm been for a long time, so I'm I'm pretty good. Um, yeah, my weight, my backpack is maybe fifteen pounds. It depends. Okay. The water different. So in lot of water, maybe sixteen or seventeen, but now water goes less and less, and yeah. then the nothing, maybe thirteen.
0: Okay. Let me ask have you been training carrying your backpack loaded up
2: for maybe about six months?
0: Great yeah great
2: plus I have um I have a uh, um, my clothes plus I have a uh, two dumbbells so it's 45 no. <laughs> five pounds
0: <laughs> you've been over training right <laughs> That is great. I think the number one cause of blisters is people who don't train carrying the fully loaded backpack and when you get to the trail every change you make increases the chance of getting blisters. Yeah. So smart yeah. move.
2: Yeah, nothing about blisters, but I'll tell you um you said make sure the socks, right? Mm-hmm. Like halfway or something.
0: You know, I'm crazy about socks. I change I stop if if it's not raining and it's nice out i stop every hour to take off my boots change my socks and air out my feet and some people think i'm crazy and it's super excessive but i've have only ever had one blister and mm. that was in, on my first camino in 2005 mm. never had another blister so mm. i think the important thing is to do what works for you mm. and when you find what works for you just keep doing that religiously.
2: Okay. Yeah. I've yeah. been on Vaseline that, but a little bit. Made sure at least two times for new stocks. Very good.
0: And I don't know if, you, if you've gotten this tip. I use diaper pins or big safety pins to pin the pair that's sweaty on the back of my backpack. So when I'm walking, it'll dry out. And then it's ready to go back on when I take the next break.
2: Um yesterday, oh, two days, a new sapid pins for my backpack for my for my stocks. Perfect. Then the, the sun is better. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's perfect.
2: Yeah, that'd be good. good. Um, what else? Uh, probably I have um I have a trekking poles, mm-hmm. right? I like that a lot, but probably. I'll probably leave it. And then St. John, maybe a new check-in poles, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Otherwise, oh. have a then have a bag. I mean, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: Will you be checking a bag? No. No. Nope. That's it. Okay. You know, one thing that you can do, because there's two of you traveling, you yeah. could take everything that you can't carry on the plane and between you, check one bag with yeah. all the extra stuff that you don't want to take on the plane oh. and stick it stick it in that and just check one bag between the two of you yeah. and then you only have one bag to deal with you know if it's something that's not uh, that's maybe old that you're willing to discard, you can make a donation or even throw it out if it's an old some you know an old piece of luggage or something. any other questions?
2: probably in about. 10 minutes, I'll figure
0: it out. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to email me, George. I would I would love to assist you in any way that I can. Thank you. And I just want to make a note that we did lose John from the call a few minutes ago, and he's having some trouble getting back on with sound. So here we are. So we'll just go ahead and wrap this up then, George, if that's okay. Yeah, Mary. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Okay. I think what makes the Camino so special for so many people is the story.
1: Yeah. The
0: story that we, that we tell ourselves, the story that we are able to tell others when we come back home. And in your case, the story that you are living on behalf of Aaron. Yeah. So thank you. And John, I don't know if you can hear me or not, but John, thank you for what you're doing to make this trip possible.
2: Yeah. Well, thank you.
0: It's my pleasure. Anything you'd like to say before we wrap up?
2: No, I'm ready to go. Man, i go tomorrow. I'm ready to go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for letting me be a part of it. Well, thank you. All right. Buen Camino, gentlemen.
2: Bye-bye.